0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Direct Opinion, or the Direct Show as it is known on Apple Podcasts. My name is Damon Direct, and across from me is my twin brother, Dylan Diret. Our show is one that covers a wide range of topics over a segmented period of time. You'll get to hear the latest news and our opinions on them, which we hope you'll enjoy. Hi, podcast. I'm Dylan. So, to begin with, we'll start with the global news. We'll start with the serial killer known as the Stockton Serial Killer and what he's been up to. It is a man in Stockton who has recently been arrested for a number, a string of murders in the city of Oakland. What do you think about that?
1: Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a very uh, educated person when it comes to this case. I haven't heard about it. I've been pretty busy. but It's you pretty know, new. Yeah. Hearing about it doesn't really surprise me. I know that sounds kind of dark, but hearing about it just kind of reminds me that there are people capable of, you know, a string of murders, you know, being a serial killer. But uh, I really want to dive more into this and figure out his motive and the reasoning why he
0: decided to kill who he killed. Yeah, uh, I would like to know the same, too. It says that they found him hunting. Um, Stop uh, for another killing first. So, I want to know what he was up to, what he was doing, um, why he was doing it, and uh, I want to get to the bottom of why they didn't catch him earlier. Uh, now, when you say hunting, do you mean he was hunting, like, deer or animals? Yeah, I think he was hunting deer or some type of animal, so, most likely So, deer. not humans at the time? No, this was de- se- totally separate. Okay, let's get to know. So, they don't have, there's
1: not like a blank serial killer is just he was just on a string
0: of murders well it says that there's a series of killings that they're not sure exactly um how they're connected but uh they are connected to this one man somehow after they arrested him so it says he was arrested in connection with a series of killings that claimed the lives of six people um so It also says his patterns were consistent with some of the patterns that they've seen before um, and with the number of killings. So I guess they had uh, some idea that it was the same person, depending on the way he was killing people. So there were other killings before the six that he got caught with?
1: Yes, but they just didn't find him first. Okay. And this man is from where again? He is from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. Okay. Well... You know, I see in, in the, you know, media everywhere where they talk about the Jeffrey Dahmer, like, documentary and, you know, how people kind of like watching these serial murders get, you know. Yeah, how they get coverage. How they get blown up in the media and people like to decipher for themselves why they think they did it. Not as like a sick thing where people... You know, I feel like enjoy the fact that other people are getting murdered, but I think people really do like to sit back and think, huh, why did he do this? Let me see if I can figure out for myself as a human, put myself maybe in his shoes and and to see what about being a serial killer was so appealing to him more than just liking to you know take the lives of the innocent. I just think there's more behind it. I can't wait to hear more about it. Um because not not that I'm overly interested, it's just that you know it, it 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 is something to think about, you know. Hopefully the more we find out about serial killers across the board then, you know, maybe the next serial killer will think twice before trying to kill any
0: string of people, you know? Yeah. On to our next topic, let's talk a little bit about Ukraine and what's going on in the Ukrainian war. I'm reading right now that at least 11 people were killed in southwest Russia because two of the volunteers who were picked to join Russia's war uh, shot them. And that's what I'm hearing about what's going on in, in, in Russia, which I am a little surprised with because. That doesn't usually happen. People don't usually open fire on their own people. But I guess I'm not too surprised because of hearing what's going on in the Ukrainian war and what's going on with Russians being uh, forced to go into the war. I think it's it's uh, about time that we see something that happens that, that, that's that stirs up in, in the mix of,
1: of Russia, right? Like people on different sides or different viewpoints in Russia— you know, clashing in a in a in a war zone based kind of field. There, you know, because um, they are in a time of war. Um, it would be different if it was just a political thing. You know, they weren't at war. Maybe there was two sides to a story, and somebody disagreed with another party, and, and they got to talk it out. But I think Russia kind of took that, you know, privilege away from people. And they threw them in a battlefield where they didn't feel comfortable fighting, and I would agree, and um you know, you said the two um these two were volunteers volunteers they got shot at no no, they, they killed sh- yeah they, they sh- shot and killed yes, a group of eleven soldiers that they you know were in combat with. well, I have many different viewpoints on that um. I think they all resort back to just war being a horrible, hardened thing that not everybody uh, is born just having that in their DNA. You know, when you start taking people's freedoms away and make them and, you know, making them, I get it. And in and, 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 and some realm, they were fighting for, you know, their freedom or their country. And that is, you know. You know, whatever their beliefs are in that country, that that matters. But, you know, to some people that the war is just too much of a risk to
0: to take, you know, even if they
1: are from said country, you know?
0: Yeah. War is always a horrible thing that it happens, even though it happens a lot. And it's very difficult to do, which Russia is, is finding out right now, because where everybody thought that they might take over the country in a couple of weeks It's been months now, and the Ukrainians are on a a, a counter-assault that the Russians did not expect. They're losing the war right now, which a a year ago you would think might be impossible, but today it's happening. And so now we've got situations going on inside Russia, not just Ukraine, where things are going on. And people are uh, having—people are— You know, in the streets, people are leaving the country en masse. And now we have a shooting at a training facility uh, from people who obviously didn't agree with the war. I don't think there would be any reason why they would shoot up the the area if they did agree with the war. So it's a very difficult position that I think Vladimir Putin has put the Russians in right now. And I don't see any way for him to leave respectfully and and with his dignity and get out of this war. I just don't see it happening. So we'll have to see what happens about that. Yeah. Um, Last thing about this topic. I don't like to compare
1: other countries to other countries because it's not apples to apples. It really is different across the board. Everybody is different. They come from different backgrounds, all of us. But um, I'm interested to see what, you know, the leaders across the world and, that whole power and countries um, think about war after this, you know, kind of history going on um, over there and that Soviet Union kind of space that area because it just proves that if you don't have an army that's willing to work with each other and 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 it's at risk for yeah. them to start you know battling each other when they're trying to accomplish another goal it just goes to prove that like you know more people are single-minded and they don't you can't force just everybody
0: to go yeah when when you have a people who don't believe in the war that they're fighting for it's very hard to win regardless of the number of people you have or the weapons you have and the ammunition you have It's very hard for you to fight in a war that you don't believe in. And we're seeing that right now in Russia. The people don't believe in the war and they don't believe uh, what Vladimir Putin's doing, regardless of what the Russian media will say. It's the truth. And so we're seeing that play out in Ukraine right now. And we'll have to see what happens in the coming months after the few months that just passed. But enough with the global news. Let's go to more personal news Uh, At home, U.S. news. Let's start with Biden's not new, but at least it hasn't been rolled out. The student loan forgiveness has just allowed uh, us to have where $10,000 in debt uh, can be taken away from any college student and $20,000 for students with Pell grants. So, That is a big deal. Uh, People. Some people wanted more uh, money. Some people wanted all student loan debt, and some people, of course, thought that there shouldn't be even a dime given uh, or taken uh, off the debt. Yeah, off the debt. So, you know, it's a very tricky situation we're in right now, and it's just rolling out with it. So, let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that's a funny.
1: This is a funny one. Um, Just because. Um, you know, you said some people didn't want any students to have any of the student debt, uh, relieved. And, um, I just thought that was crazy because, uh, you know, most people in the U S if not all people are students of some kind, that doesn't mean collegiate, you know, or, you know, going to get any other, um, titles, you know, from a college. It 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 just means that like to obtain skills that can be seen valuable for work in order to get jobs in this, you know, economy, in this market, in this world, you have to be pretty useful and you have to become a student of something or someone in yeah. order to obtain new skills. And I just think it's crazy that um you know people wouldn't just want to help advance others just, you know, even this one time, you know, this, this, this obviously, you know, it's so controversial that it might not be a forever, every forever thing. But I think people should hop on this and be happy and excited for this just because, you know, it just proves that, you know, if there is a way and a will and a, and a, and a drive for people to want to get educated, um, that they can with certain grants and certain yeah hopefully. things uplifted, you know, it can it can hopefully drive others. Um, it everybody across the board. It should just bring up the average of how far people go in their educational process. Yeah, and I just like that thought. Um,
0: so I mean, I personally have a uh, a certain amount of student loan debt that I have, which the ten thousand dollars would definitely help. To dissipate, and I'm really happy that I we can finally see any type of relief from the what I believe is just the exorbitant amount of prices in uh, with colleges today. You know, colleges 50 years ago cost barely a fraction of what it costs today. What it what it cost to go to school a long time ago, comparatively, even if you balance out the the inflation. It's still way more than it was back in the day, at least three times as much as what I've heard. So, Biden doing this for people, I think a lot of people really will like it at the end. Even the people who disagree with it, I think, will like it because they'll see that
1: um, it it brings up the average across the board. You know, I know when people think about money and how it's dispersed, that you know, you got to worry about this group and that group. and But I just think, you know, we are a country of, you know, united, singular thinking people, like people that can look at one another and disagree politely, you know, if, you know, if in a common area, like in a common everyday area, like like a collegiate school. so. You know, as long as everybody's minding their own business, going about their education in their own manner, in their own way, it's still you still got to put in the work. You know, you could waste that grant on college and not have learned a thing, not have passed any classes. So I just think that this is great for everybody. You know, it relieves people all across the board and it gives them a chance to excel and and drive themselves even that much further in their educational process. I know I keep repeating that, but it just I don't see a lot of negatives in that, you know. I don't see any negative in that, but um yeah, I just kind of wish that it came a lot sooner. I would agree. Yeah. Because I feel like we needed we needed something to keep and hold people interested in still going to school to learn a new trade or a new skill. I know a lot of people are at home trying to self-teach themselves a lot of things, and that is in itself hard to do. You know, you you kind of almost need, you know, iron sharpens iron, and if, if you're trying to sharpen yourself, it, I mean, like, it, you can't really... You kind of need to base your skill off of something first, you know, and uh, see where you size up and compare and see if it's actually worth it for you to keep trying on your own. Anyway, um, I had uh, that kind of, you know, eureka moment when I was home teaching myself how to use graphic design and all these, you know, Photoshop and all these other apps. You know, luckily I did. They were pretty easy to use. You can self-teach yourself. There was even you know a a you know a digitalized computer teacher that taught you how to use different tools. but you know my point is that you know with that more money can can put people in in a different kind of mindset and a different headspace you know where they can f- feel like they can you know take their time in choosing what they want to do. And also going just a little further with the with a friendly push from somebody that you know might you know care a little more you know yeah. maybe it can it it can change it, you know it's the it's it's the small things it's the difference between maybe a a, a college that they you know want to go to and that they can afford and now they can go to that college they want to go to and that um, would be great and then, and then that just boosts their their you know. You know, you know that just boosts their ego if you—not ego, but self-esteem—and you know helps them kind of fall in that headspace of just working hard and 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 you know pushing those blessings yeah, forward I, for the you know next generation of students and scholars that want to do something great but might
0: not have all the resources. So. Speaking of people doing the things that they want to do, well, let's talk a little bit about. The governor from Florida, Ron DeSantis, and his decision to send migrants who come to Florida to places like Martha's Vineyard or Illinois and other sanctuary states and cities where um, we take in more migrants and because he doesn't want them in Florida. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that and what's going on there. He's continuously sending uh, people still to this day. I know he sent people to Martha's Vineyard a few weeks ago. And now he's sending people to Chicago and a bunch of different other sanctuary cities. Um, he's sending them on buses, and they're just supposed to go to these cities, and uh, and we don't know what to do with them. In New York City, the mayor has uh, called an emergency um, because of the amount of migrants that are showing up in the city, and uh, they're not knowing exactly how to deal with them. So we, we're, we're just going to talk about um, our beliefs, what we believe, um, should happen with these migrants and, uh, whether or not they should be, uh, uh, sent to the, uh, other places. Okay. This is a story that has
1: a lot of different angles of why people would be and should be upset. Um, there's a bunch of different things to talk about as to, you know, things like, you know, maybe why, why send them out of your state? Um, when it might be safer to kind of hold you know not I'm not saying you know just hold on to as many migrants as you think you could possibly take in and kind of delegate the rest with other states uh rather than just throwing them on buses that's an angle that i I know people are gonna take um also i'm I'm gonna play the devil's advocate and say what's wrong I'm not mad i mean i'm I can't be mad at somebody coming to Or being forced to a place where they're more accepted, um, even if it burdens that accepting state just a tad bit more. Um, Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, I wasn't expecting that. I'm not angry about it because. Yeah, I mean, how can you blame somebody who's looking for a better life? Yeah, just looking for a better life, and and you know, they didn't. I mean, you know, you know, it's it's a lot of things that go into that. Um, once you get to the U.S., you really don't have too many options of what you can choose if you don't have that money or, or you know, that if you're not, you know, from here and you don't have the money that some people in the U.S. have and the know-how, it's just hard not to
0: get thrown around. Yeah, but then again, some people would say, what's wrong with him sending those migrants to No, exactly. The cities, That's states? Yeah. Uh, If they're going to get more
1: help from them. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. I agree. I agree. Exactly. That's, that's people are going to be like, well, then good for those migrants. But, um, I think I I just want to first say that, uh, you know, the migrants, uh, they're from, you're talking about migrants from across the board. Yeah.
0: Most, well, mostly mostly from
1: Central and South America. Oh, Central and South America. Um, you know, I, I just I believe that they are coming for a better life. You know, just a yeah a, a new kind of because we are enter, entering uh, like a new kind of stage in the U.S. where you know it is people are becoming very smart on how to just move about different areas in the U.S. and mm-hmm. a, around the world. Yeah. Like for You're instance, talking about socially and yeah, being able like Exactly to, Yeah. Be more connected. Yeah. Yeah. So and 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 when I say be more grounded, I just mean be you know being around more of things that are important. Because being in the right place at the right time is extremely important. And I think right now, especially the US is kinda like the right place at the right time if you have talent.
0: I would if agree. You, if you
1: want to take a chance, if you want to try to build that dream life that you've had, because,
0: it, it, you know, I would agree. The U S probably possesses, even though lots of people would like to disagree. I still think we possess the most opportunities.
1: for Yeah. People. Extremely opportunistic, even like little opportunities. Like for example, right now I work in a furniture stores warehouse and I've seen immigrants come get buy used furniture so they can go back home and furnish their house for you know for for cheap because maybe where they come from everything is either expensive or not on the market so coming to US where you have a bunch of different markets a bunch of different prices a bunch of different manufacturers it's easier to build and create and uh, I know we got off topic, but with that being said, I think that places like we are right now, in Illinois, I think that's great. I like seeing people from across the world come and 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 let their guard down um, because yeah, in Illinois, we- they're not gonna get they're not gonna get you know yelled at or where nobody nobody's really gonna. Stop them from living their life here. And I like, you know, seeing these people kind of experience everyday life as an American, you know? Yes. You look at Starbucks, you see maybe a middle, you know, I mean, an Eastern European family or a family from South America. And, you know, it's it, it at this point is pretty normal. Um, you're still going to have the same people that kind of were in America and that kind of built America and they're going to continue to treat you like a person and a human like you should be treated. So, I I just don't like how people, you know, stamp immigrants as immigrants and not as people that uh are you know, trying to assimilate into American culture because that's what it is. And the reason they are trying to assimilate is so they can build a culture of their own and add to the
0: culture that is already booming in America. Um, yeah, uh, let's go to a, um, a few softer topics since we're talking about this. Let's go to something like movies or TV shows. Um, the new movie Halloween Ends came out, and <laughs> oh, man. we're not going to speak about what actually happens in the movie, but we will speak about the movie itself. I've actually seen it. I know my brother hasn't, so you get the perspective of someone who's seen the movie and with someone who hasn't seen the movie to think about it and just as. Is- and just has heard about it. So, um, so I've seen it,
1: seen it, not heard about it, just seen it. So, what do you think about the movie? Um, okay. So, I was never really a big kind of, when I say spooky, I don't mean like actually scary, bro. Like, I mean, when I say spooky, I mean Halloween themed, you know, really gets you in the mood for October and Halloween and the, you know, festivities and whatnot. Um, but I never really understood or could grasp the whole Michael Myers theory. I never really liked his story because I feel like his villain origin story uh, kind of came from nothing. Like He was just an off little kid who grew up and decided to murder a house full of people. and And he went to jail. He broke out. He became Michael Myers. It was just... <laughs> it was it was no it was no valid or to me at least it wasn't any kind of like you know what I'm saying? like you don't just you know the villain origin story was kind of just it was it was tr- it was trash it was trash <laughs> it was trash nobody put a lot of thought into that and I feel like if he had a, a good villain origin story, where I you know, because people love Michael Myers. People will dress up as Michael Myers. This is my favorite bad guy. This is my favorite villain. This is my favorite killer and horror movie actor. And I'm like, not mine. I mean, the mask is pretty sick. The fact that he's cannot die is sick. But I just wish that there was a little more backstory than that. And that he wasn't getting out of situations that would kill any other average man because he is an average man. They didn't even specify if he was like a ghost of 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 Halloween's
0: past or anything of that of that nature. Yeah, I, I mean, what happened in the last film where the end he got shot maybe eight times, stabbed twice as many. I mean, beat with a bat, and yet somehow. Was able to survive. It's just it it it, it begs the question. It, it, it's like, is he man or is yeah. he something else? Yeah, is he is he human? Come on, like you know. Then, and I've never understood that about the. And movie. then in
1: every movie, it's Michael Myers is back
0: in the town. So, I'll talk a little bit about the movie. Um,
1: wait, 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 wait. For you know, let me for me to finish my point. If I know that there is a a, a fellow that doesn't die in my town. That will no longer be my town. And yeah. and 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 the free the 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 children walking around free willy the the, the locking of the doors not happening. It, it's just a lot there to unpack. And uh the whole town in the in the last one they rallied together because they all knew who Michael Myers was
0: Um, which uh, they rallied together in this one too. But, uh,
1: yeah, but if, if your town is strong enough to rally together to kill one dude, then why haven't y'all been taking precaution enough to make sure he doesn't come back?
0: And I know you're going to say maybe they thought he died for real, but no, I'm, I'm not going to say that. I, I don't know why they didn't take precaution anymore. I don't know why people were just walking around each Halloween. Like he didn't come back every Halloween. It doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. And that happened again in the movie this time. I won't bring any spoilers, but the movie w- was was just just horrible. It was trash. It wasn't even about Michael Myers. It was about a different character who somehow envied Michael Myers and met him out of the blue. I mean, there was no explanation to how he met Michael Myers at all. If you watch the movie... And I've watched it like closely, and I just I can't explain how he knew where Michael Myers was, and how Michael Myers was actually somehow working with him at one point to go kill people. Like, when did Michael Myers have friends? It's never happened. Everybody he's met (laughs) has been an enemy. Has been somebody that. Not kill. not even an enemy, just a just another body on his list. Yeah,
1: just another body on his list. And uh, you know, to kind of, I mean, we're not coming coming at movies or movie directors in this podcast. We don't, you know, we don't want to smoke with any producers. No, we don't do that. We, and we, you know, we know all the money poured into this. So as a movie, like it was pretty. I bet it's pretty visualizing. Like it was, it was. You know, the visuals were, were there and. I feel like it probably was made well, but the concept of Michael Myers is just hard to make a movie about. You can't really you can't really go into depth and relate his character to anybody else because it's just a kid who woke up one day and decided to kill everybody. And that's what he's been doing just bodying people left and right. So as a as a Halloween veteran, you know, villain, he is a GOAT, but that's just not somebody that I relate to. So I can't say he um, is one of my
0: favorites. So that's just where I go. Okay. So we talked about that. Um, Let's get into some sports. Let's let's do that. Let's talk about Jordan Poole. And no, we're not talking about the fight between Draymond Green. Let's talk about Jordan Poole getting his dollars today. He got four years, $140 million on the Warriors team. Now that doesn't start until next year, but obviously with all the pieces they have, that is a big deal. That's an average of what? $35 million a year for the fourth year player. I'm not, I'm not big
1: in the pocket watching these big guys, but that 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 number I think is it matches with with his skill because you think you know, so. I, I've seen I was watching Jordan Poole for a minute, man. And like I was just seeing like his craft, how he attacked the game, how he put make how like watching him make how watching him play is so fun. It makes you want to play basketball.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, like you see some Yeah, of the, he does
1: make the game fun. Yeah. When you see him do certain things, you want to get out there and see like, oh man, like, can I do that? Can I add that to my bag? How did he know to do that? <laughs> yeah. How did he put that in his bag like that?
0: I like, remember one in between the legs play that he had that you know in game. I I, I was like, I definitely, right. definitely cannot he, do that. He, <laughs> he he brought that he brought that
1: Steph Curry and Clay Thompson possessed. You know, and props to those guys. But back to the Warriors, because look. I'm gonna tell you why. Every time you looked up during their, you know, not even not even glory days, just just back when the wars were just like just hardened winners, bro. You look up Steph, Clay, Draymond, they just they would do things that you wouldn't see and that you could only see with that team. No other team in the NBA ever was doing it like how they were doing it. Yeah, you're right. You know, Klay Thompson not having to dribble the ball, just having to flick it up there with with his – and his jump shot is a thing of beauty. <laughs> yeah, in my is. opinion, it looks better than Steph's, but, but yeah. Steph's – but, you know, you know, Steph's is is just butter. Yeah, it is. It, it literally is a flick. It's just like he's flicking it in there and it's just falling every time. And I think Jordan Poole has just, like, mastered that, like, the part of the game where he's just like, let me get in my bag, like let me just have fun with it. Like I'm not even thinking that hard about basketball because it comes easy to him, which is you know, no no reason why that money shouldn't come that NBA money shouldn't come easy to him. To, you know neither, and I think they're gonna get uh, their 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 dollars worth out of him. You know, I think he is a hard winner. He wants to win more than anything. Um. You know, of course, great players want to start, and of course, he's a star caliber player. But I feel like he can add something great back to the Warriors, and you know, man, I'm just
0: I just can't wait to see him. And, yeah, and, I mean, you know, I'll tell you one thing about this deal. It obviously shows that they expect him to be there for a long time, and they expect him to be a big piece for them for to come yeah. in the future um you know cuz there's other contracts that got to get done and since they gave him 35 million you know the the the, the, the cap space is only so much and that's got to be a big chunk of it it's still not as much as Steph is getting of course but that that is a lot of change for the warriors to give him in their situation right now
1: yeah and i like um i like the i like the warriors like i've always liked them i know a lot of people you know have problems with, you know, man, they stacked this, they did that. Steph Clay they not the same. Well, they just came off the win and they weren't even playing their best basketball, bro. You you don't think so? They weren't playing their best. They were working very hard. They were putting they were working extremely hard, bro. Like in a good way like they were like working for for all, that 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 was a wh- that was a hard earned championship bro mm-hmm. that's what hours in the gym will do and um but i think when they get back to having fun and all their skills there, it's just gonna be something crazy to watch them play to be honest um yeah man uh and they got they got a lot of people on that squad right now. They got
0: a lot got, of pieces. They got some pieces. They man. got some pieces. That's for sure.
1: Man, hopefully uh all the all those key players, you know, they just they keep focusing on winning and nothing else. Nothing anybody else says about them because you know, every great team has great happenings and you know, that could be a great Whatever you know, a, a great practice or 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 great, I don't know, great injury, you know. Yeah, I I know exactly. What you know you what mean. I mean. There's there's great things that happen to great teams, and that's something that I, you know, learn from my time playing basketball at
0: least. So, all right, well, continuing with the sports, let's send it off with. Tennessee beating Alabama 52 to 49 in a great <laughs> rivalry game that we watched the whole game from the point where Tennessee was up in the first quarter 21 to 7 all the way to where Alabama tied the game at 49 and the missed field goal at the end and of course the made field goal by Tennessee. First of all, I want to say
1: Tennessee's kicker. I don't remember if that ball got touched. Did it? You talking about uh, Alabama's kicker? No, 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 no. Tennessee. That ball spiral for that win. That was the oh, weirdest wow. kick I know. That's a random take right off the bat. But that was oh man! It was almost like that ball knew it wasn't supposed to go in. It was like and 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 their will to it win just saying in it anyway. other way. Yeah, yeah so. I just you know that was a great game, bro. It was it was two great quarterbacks, bro. Like, and 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 the receivers that one guy from Tennessee with five touchdowns. Oh, um, did he have five he touchdowns? Had five, I'm pretty sure he had five of them. To that to that fella right there, hey man, you got to keep balling out. Like you got to keep balling out. I, that he was shattering records, bro. He was you know he was going insane. You know, and the Alabama receivers were too, but um, that was a great game. I think it was a game of yeah. quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, the Hendon Hooker versus Bryce Young. That's that was a game right there. Uh, Two gunslingers. I yeah. mean, they would they would they're gonna
1: get you the ball if you're open. They're gonna get you that ball. Seriously, like
0: yeah, <laughs> it, it was a a hell of a game, and I I, I don't feel bad for him, but. I know he's feeling the heat right now. Alabama's kicker, whoever he is, like you know, yikes, man, it, it, that that's one that you want back probably. Yeah, <laughs> that one sucks and it hurts. No stay, need, stay, yes, yeah, stay, stay positive. Yeah,
1: no need to dawn on that. I mean, look, this might be a whole take, but look, you missing that field goal allowed a lot of Tennessee. Boys and girls to storm that field and have a have a great party that day, man. So, you know, nah. Yeah, you started a riot basically. You started, yeah, you started a riot, man. <sighs> you allowed that riot to happen. Nah, but in all honesty it was a great game. Great skill based game. Good good quarterbacks, receivers, coaches, programs, and the crowd was electric. So, um, yeah, I'm just still in awe about that guy with five touchdowns. They said uh on live TV they said he had like a weird kind of like or no he just dressed really fancy. I'm 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 thinking like what what's he wearing tonight? Um was when is he going to wear tomorrow like his five touchdown, you know? Yeah gear, you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: yeah. It don't matter. What you, you got wear. you gotta you gotta wear something super crazy for after five tutties, man. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Again, my name is Damon Durrett and next to me. I'm Dylan Durett. And this is the direct opinion or again, as it's known on Apple Podcasts, the Direct Show. And we appreciate you listening to us.
1: Yeah, we really you know and and this and, and let me let me just say something. After our first podcast, this was mainly my brother's idea. I'm here um, as a guest. He is the host. Um, But, yeah, this is a podcast where the two of us, we are twins, fraternal. You get to hear a lot of takes. And hopefully you come come back and you keep coming back to hear us talk about what we love to talk about. So please continue to join us. And thank you. Thank you.